It's a little echoey in that meeting room, Zach. It is. I'm in the attic. Ooh, um, yeah, we're the gonna attic. have to. So we're either gonna have to figure out like, do I podcast from home one day a week, or do we do it on the weekend, or mm-hmm. do I just keep trying all the meeting rooms until we find the best? <laughs> I like audio. All of these um, um, but yeah, I can I can tell I'm pretty echoey. So it's also. I, I also problem. wonder how right. how bad it is really. Like, is it really annoying to listen to or not? Maybe the listeners can chime in on that. Yeah, or will it be easy to edit out? Yeah, stuff like that. Can we edit it out? Um, Mm -hmm. Is it annoying to listen to? Is everyone by now just, like, used by hearing people calling in from different places? I don't know. The worst part is how hot it is here. I'm gonna unbutton. It's also 30 degrees here. Again. It's annoying. There's a, a 3D printer in this room, and it's not currently making sound, but it feels warm. Yeah. <laughs> is it still hot there? Yep. Oh, it's very hot here. Are we doing the weather? Should we do? Um, should we do the show intro? Anyway, I just well. have to make sure the Baltzar will stop humping everything around me. Not humping, but like it's just <laughs> like at, on everything. He's on it all. It's going in that. I see his tail. I see his tail going. Charge Tech Podcast, episode 145, a show that looks at tech and how it's shaping the world around us. I'm one of your hosts, Zach Grosser, and joining me are... Frederica Malti. Oh, I'm Williams. Hello. Hey, Hello. friends. Just like head-butted the microphone, <laughs> just as I said that. Off to a great start. <laughs> Go good. Look at us, though, being back on a weekly schedule. Incredible. Oh, yeah. Our I nice bi-weekly podcast is now on a weekly <laughs> schedule. <laughs> weekly, is it weekly sometimes. Weekly sometimes. Is it? It's like every sometimes. I think the oatmeal publishes or whatever, or one of those blogs. Wait, but why? I think it is. Sorry, <laughs> I was just thinking like that. He sometimes posts once a year, even though he actually says that he posts once a month. <laughs> yeah. I um I met the wait, but why guy? He, really? I worked on a project with him. What? Uh, so I'm working in a co-work space now, and so this is not the most ideal audio setup for me. So I apologize if I sound kind of echoey or bad. Um, but yeah, I don't know. You don't have to apologize. You're the only person listening to this that can go inside. <laughs> so it's true. I'm in a building with other people. <laughs> yeah, I haven't done that. <laughs> But um, yeah, hopefully I can edit it out. And if not, um, I'll we'll keep trying different conference rooms. And- <laughs> How many are there? So there's four meeting rooms and then there's like three or four phone booths. Oh, okay. And the phone booths are, you don't have to book them, but I was mm-hmm. worried that it would be more echoey. Yeah. <laughs> I suspect not. <laughs> but I'm in the attic one and uh, it's pretty echoey in here. So. Oh, well. Well, let's talk yeah. about shit. And... Let us know on Discord. <laughs> yeah, let us know on Discord how bad I sound and if it bothers you. Um, let's talk about Apple and Epic. Or oh, my God. I, I didn't that? want to bring it up first, but holy shit. What well, a week. We talked about Duo last time. Yeah. What else is... So, Facebook banned a bunch of QAnon stuff, but also Antifa stuff, which I think they don't know what that means. Yeah. And... um. Yeah, and they like it's, 
they're really two sides in this situation. They like banned this like gun safety group, but not this like militia group. That's like, <laughs> it's bad. Facebook's being really bad again, but like uh, surprise, surprise. And they made it required to use a Facebook account to go in VR now. Yeah, I saw that. In Which 2021. Is, well, unless you buy a new Oculus in October. Oh, are you It's only for existing users. I think it's bonkers. I mean, it was it was expected this entire time, but can you imagine if, like, I don't know, VR is hard because it's, like, almost a computer, but it's also just a monitor. It's like, imagine if you had to log into your monitor to use it. <laughs> it's Holy shit. Really strange. Well, and this is, like, less than a week from the, if you opened Instagram and said, there's an update available. If you update, Instagram DMs become Facebook Messenger. Uh... And even if you didn't, upgrades to get that so like i'm still on the previous version but i know that like when the app updates that's the reality i face even if you didn't update yet your conversations and your account is visible to people on facebook unless you don't have it right but no 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 someone on facebook can search and find your instagram account even if you don't have a facebook account because what they're saying is they're tied together Please don't break us up, U.S. government. You can't break us up because our platforms uh, are one cohesive platform where our data is all databases are hard centralized. That's what they're. That's literally what's happening. That's why <laughs> we're, like databases are hard. We're just putting them closer. We, we clearly could go the other way. <laughs> we're what like eight years from the Instagram acquisition. They're yeah. only doing this now because there's it's it's defense against antitrust lawsuits. And but it's bullshit. It's like they've never heard of stalkers before. Yeah, or like that. Fa- some people don't like Facebook. Like that was yeah. always the good thing about Instagram. I thought. Like, yeah, standalone. I mean, so- I mean, uh, the stalker argument. I, I, I'm with that so much. But then on the other side, I think Instagram is like the number one place where people go to stalk people. True. I, I don't I don't doubt that, but I'm just saying if you know your stalker is on Facebook and not on Instagram, mm. you had some peace of mind. Well, if if they if you were on Instagram and they were your stalker, I bet they will have an Instagram account and maybe one that you don't know about. Mm. You know? Right, but you could make your Instagram account private and just know like, hey, I'll show up and search, but that's all I'll be able to see is my name and my picture at twenty by twenty pixels. Mm-hmm. Now that's visible on Facebook, I don't even know what that looks like to them. Yeah, neither, actually. I, it's weird that there's no, like, consent step. Like, at least, like, remember the GDPR popover? At least it would just be, like, agree. Like, there's no way out except pushing some weird button, but... <laughs> it's in the privacy policy yeah. that you agree to by using the app. Yuck. It's bullshit. So, that Instagram... Facebook Messenger integration the same week as like Facebook's integration into Oculus login. It's really fucking exhausting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is. And I can't use either of these things. So, well, well, I can't use Oculus because I have a Facebook account and I can't merge accounts, which is a good thing, I guess, except I'll show up on Facebook. Um, You can you can connect accounts. So if you create right. a Facebook account and you go into Instagram, you can connect. I would, I would like to not. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. But, to- but to be honest, it is weird, though, because I remember when you started making uh, face masks on Instagram, uh, I remembered you mentioning in the episode that you made a Facebook account for that. Guess who shows up in my suggestions for friends? 
my Facebook account. What? Exactly. Fucking guys. So I, I created this this Facebook account to make Instagram filters, like you said. Mm. And I used a made-up name. Mm-hmm. And within 10 minutes, my friend Alex friend requested. The what? And Did you use an email? Like how? I'm trying to figure it out. Phone I, number? I, I think I used my old US phone number. Mm. I still have the SIM card for here. And I think that I, I've known my friend Alex since back in the States. So mm-hmm. I think that Facebook must have just been like the persons in your contacts that we have. Get friends. It's, it sucks so bad that that's like the reality of it. Yeah. I had a burner account because somebody on the Oculus topic was like, oh, just make a Facebook uh, like a, a account that you don't use. It got suspended because, <laughs> okay, get this. I use my real name. But uh, it got suspended for suspicious activity, a.k.a. no activity. (laughs) Like, I didn't follow anybody. I didn't have any friends. I just used it for, like, the API or whatever, similar to you. And I got an email being like, oh, your account was deactivated because it's a suspicious account. You have to upload a scan of your passport to get it back. And I was like, no, you are never having that. Like, you cannot have it. Maybe don't. They already probably have it. (laughs) Yeah. I barely want to give my bank a scan of my passport, mm-hmm. but like Facebook. Oh, do God. you know? I discovered there's this really cool Dutch app called Copy ID, uh, yep. which you take a photo of your passport and then type in who you're sending it to, and it does a watermark of their name all over it. Uh, so you can upload it. It's really cool. And the other thing where you can do with the app is uh, cross out your social security number. Yeah. It's so because cool. whenever you have to give a copy of ID, you don't actually have to give your social security number. Right. And it's better so to keep is, that private. This so. is something I've been doing manually for years. Like I have a scan of my passport on file, right? Like every person, I shouldn't have probably admitted that, but whatever. And every time I'm sending it to a company, I go into preview and just like put some text on it. <laughs> yeah. And save a copy and then send it back. I have a set up Photoshop file for this. Yeah, see this? I love it. But there's an app. So copy copy ID, I think it is. Um, I it's free. It's in Dutch. Never think to watermark my passport for each person I send it to, but that is really smart. It tells you who leaked it. Then you can go after them for damages. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, shit. Yeah. I always do the, like, um, in, in Gmail, you can do, like, like, your email address plus whatever mm-hmm. at gmail.com. I have that. And I always do that for a new service. So yeah. they sell my email address. I know exactly who sold it. Well, so now imagine your I, passport. That's genius. <laughs> so, um, they're doing this. And anyway, so if you're listening, uh, uh, don't send raw scans to people <laughs> is basically what I'm saying. But, uh, you know, I find it funny when they're like, I always find it funny when people ask for passports over email, like, especially like random places like a hotel or. It's yeah. like, this doesn't seem right because they're all in your inbox. I know you don't lock that computer. <laughs> you know? It's well, you funny. probably should, though. They, yeah, they should be, but they're not. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like hotels, there's always just like unlocked. Like the, at every there's company, always, there's the always this old, is just, yeah. This old like Windows machine that yeah, no yeah. one has like updated since like the 70s. Yeah, I was at the doctor the other day, and like it was exactly that. This old computer, he just leave it on. Like I, I was in a, alone in the room for fifteen minutes <laughs> at least. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I don't know. I just learned that reflex 
when I got my first job, the Windows key L, you like don't walk away without locking it because they we I worked at a computer uh, security company, so if you um, lift it unlock, somebody would go and post something on Facebook or like to prove a point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, ponying at Square, someone pon- would ponying? change your your desktop wallpaper to something mm. from My Little Pony. Oh, that's nice. If you walked away from your computer and left it unattended, huh? So what, what if you're really into My Little Pony and you just have My oh, Little Ponies yeah, anyway? Free, yeah. free image. So my my trick when I was doing it to other people was take a screenshot of their desktop, hide all the icons, and set it as a desktop. <laughs> that's <laughs> good. <laughs> anyway, so we we should talk about uh, Wait, different games. No, no, oh. still Facebook. No, okay. also yeah. <laughs> are adding Zoom to Facebook Portal. Oh. Fucking my Facebook. two least favorite companies. I mean, look, I, look, I hate both of them. Um, it makes a lot of sense. I, I bet. I also saw they're adding blue jeans, which is the other one that apparently oh. Facebook uses, and it's telling. So I know that when the pandemic became more serious, they started giving out portals to all their employees to use at home. And so I bet they were like, "We need, <laughs> we need blue jeans on this or whatever," and. Um, it seems like a good idea if you're into Zuck having a camera inside of your house. <laughs> I mean, we've thing. talked about we've talked about this at great length. Yeah. Um, I've I've listened to a few podcasts and I've read some things about them. And and even though like it's a Facebook product and they're probably the devil and they're probably selling your nudes to uh, Amazon or something, they um, they're very cool. <laughs> it is a very it's a very solid pro- product. It's really good for old people. It's really good for and especially in t- times like now when it's kind of hard to catch up with your grandma and stuff. Like apparently, it's a very useful object for that. Yeah, because the beauty of it that people keep telling me is you don't have to accept the call. There's no consent. <laughs> Are you serious? Well, like what? yeah, if you add somebody as your best friend, oh yeah, you just connect. It just picks up. Oh my Which, god! I don't know if this Holy is still a shit. thing, but it, I mean, I can see why it's useful for grandparents, but also, yeah, fuck that I wouldn't walk into my grandparents' house. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't what? know. So, I, actually, I wouldn't walk in without knocking. Like, I think maybe it, I maybe think it has that. I haven't used it. But. I like I like this as that it is at least an option. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It makes it easier. I think that's the idea. But <laughs> having worked at a large company that has offices in multiple places. I can actually see how this feature got developed Yeah, because we kept trying to figure out how to do the, like we would call it like a portal into another city Mm. of like you set up a monitor with a VC system on like a Chrome box and Oh my God. Just have it on all day so that you could walk past like your, the rest of your team in another city. So like if Facebook was testing this product out between offices they were probably like, we need to figure out a way for these to like auto join. Yeah. Or for meetings as well, probably they just do it. But anyway, it seems, look, I hate both. It seems like a good idea. I wish somebody except them would make meeting hardware. Cause at this point, like I would probably buy it. So <laughs> I know that nothing. I know that Cisco did a, uh, a throw at this a couple of years ago. I know mm, a company at the that- house. Try no, no, no for the for the office really. Oh, okay. I know a company that tried using them. Apparently, they were fucking terrible. They were <laughs> never like working well. Uh, stuff yeah. like that. It's just that they were really expensive. Company. Yeah, really, really, really expensive. But the idea, the idea was pretty cool actually. And I, I guess that's also what what sold them is uh, the idea that you just have like a meeting room in a box basically, yeah. and you have one on both ends, and you never have to like 
be worried that it won't work because it yeah. won't work well. The reality of that is always different, yeah. especially in this case. But um, I, I like the idea of something like that. I, yeah, I would just like the home to see. Focus is cool. Yeah, I would like to see someone do um, a Facebook portal that isn't Facebook. That would be sick. Yeah, like did I don't know if we talked about this on this show before, but I really have this vivid memory from when the Xbox One came out. Because I don't know if you remember that it came with Connect. Oh, maybe we did talk about this. But you you had Skype built in by default. And like it, it, you could call on it. It did all the things the Facebook TV one does. There's like a TV version of Portal. And it would like zoom on the person talking and then like zoom on the next one. And like it was a couch calling thing. Well, it was a fucking disaster because Skype was imploding around that time. I mean, Skype still exists, I assume. Uh, yeah, but, no, it's, it's, okay. people still use it. That's I'm sure the they thing. do. Like, I think I use it to call my mom, actually. <laughs> no, I mean, like, um, I think lots of people use it in the workplace. Like, Skype for Business is pretty widespread. Oh. It's just maybe not it, the companies that we work at. And, it's amazing how strong of a hold Skype had for well, so long. Well, and now long. it's the tech behind the Microsoft Teams video chat. Oh. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty it, sure they just Isn't it Skype funny though? Like there. the brand was so ahead of all of these that like so I remember it's my earliest memories of calling and even like rudimentary video calling were really early on Skype and then it just disappeared. Or like well, became less relevant. And the like first, I don't know, 3 or 4 years of FaceTime, it was like I'm going to Skype someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, true. You know, yeah, FaceTime. Yeah, yeah. And now it's like no matter what app you use on a phone, if you're going to video chat on a phone, you're like, I'm going to FaceTime them. Yeah. Even and though it's, it's like work, you're going to go on a Zoom call. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah, if exactly. it's not Zoom. <laughs> so weird. Yeah, it just becomes a verb. Yeah. Well, Skype had that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I was just thinking about how sad, oh, not sad, how weird it is that they lost such a dominant position. But I recall, and correct me if, you don't have the same perception that it got really like it was dog slow and the app it was, was really slow and there was a lot it. of spam oh yeah there was a lot of spam at some point i got added by uh, roger federer who is like uh, a tennis player <laughs> yeah, and i was like hmm. this... <laughs> oh that's so good yeah so stuff like that thing. would happen all the time yeah it had ads and stuff like it was just really yuck I like. I think it got bad towards the end. Then they did that redesign that but, was very pretty, but completely unfunctional. That's all. But I- the, don't don't forget that uh, in the same time as when Skype came up, there was also MSN, and everyone's using mm. it to chat. But you could also video call in MSN. Yeah, I remember doing that, and like MSN was weird because it would just be in your chat window, and just your like, display picture would change the yeah. video. It's so weird. You know, it's interesting that you bring up MSN Messenger because I haven't. Windows Live Messenger, it. whatever it was. Yeah, but like back w- when MSN Messenger and AIM were big, you could use both of them at the same time. Yeah. And apps like Slack and Microsoft yeah. Teams are like full screen apps. Yeah, they're like, they're like if you don't have a monitor, it like takes up the whole boy. screen. Yeah. I and miss window management. I genuinely wish Slack was like, here's a button where you can pop this DM open into another window. Do you remember how we had such technology with MSN? I would have like fucking 10 chats going at once. On Slack, I can only talk to one person at a time or click around violently. Like it's <laughs> it's weird that we lost that. It's a really interesting point. And like no tabs even. Like even tabs would be a like, okay, compromise. I feel like I see you tweeting about this. 
Maybe. Well, okay. I'll tell you where that came from. We switched to the enterprise version of Slack finally in the like last week. It's so bad. <laughs> How is it different than uh, imagine if you had Slack. to be in five Slack teams instead of one just to work? Oh, because each is a different like a team at the company. Thing. Yeah, well, it's than... like there's like for us, we have like a workspace, like the global space, and then like a social space, and it's just like nightmarishly annoying. So, like, you have to switch between them and then, like, so, and then DMs are shared across them all, but they sometimes aren't up to date. And so, like, you'll get a notification about one in the other workspace as oh, you have to no. go there to look at it sometimes. <laughs> it's just really weird. And because you can't pop it out, it makes you, it's, like, crazy. So, anyway, um, that's been an interesting experience. I think it's just, like, they realized they need an enterprise product <laughs> and they were, like, let's just add these three features and we'll fix the UX later. And they just haven't. This really... just makes me think about yeah. how Facebook for work, the Facebook oh, workplace thing, yes. like they tried. And then like last, I think we talked about it. They were laying people off on that yeah. team, Yeah, but it still exists. Spotify but when we were talking so heavily oh. about zoom blue jeans, I was like, I'm surprised Facebook doesn't just like build their own. Well, they but at the same time calling built in. Oh, do they? But it's so is it video? Yeah, video call. But well, it's like they, just they not made for it. Instagram too, right? Can yeah. you? But yeah. you can't do scheduled yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Like you would have to like go onto the Facebook at work and then like create a group oh. and then call them. And like, so ain't nobody doing that. So what I do think is nice about the the Instagram video. I don't know if you've ever used it. No one ever seems to use it. I've I got. Used. I had a friend who called me. They were at a party. I was at home. And the funny thing about it is it's, it's like split screen. So it's uh, them at the top and you at the bottom. And you can take photos of you, t- you two calling while you're calling. That's cute. So it's not like, yeah, it's like a screenshot. You can also like all browse Instagram at the same time if you screen your sh- share your screen like on video. It's quite interesting. Like you can huh. browse it together. Have you ever tried it? It's, it's no. kind of weird. Like I assume the teens are doing this. Like you must, like you're all at home. You go on a call and you're like, like, oh, look at this, like, post or something. I don't know. Honestly, it sounds pretty I feel fun. So to me. old describing this. This has pretty like I w- I want this for YouTube. Yeah, watch together. I'm surprised they haven't oh. built something like that during the pandemic, even as like yeah. a beta, like just like go in a URL and watch shit. Yeah, but you want to yeah. you want to like navigate it together as well because like the joy of YouTube is navigating. But then it would get called. Google YouTube Meet Hangout or something, <laughs> and then like a year later, it would get folded into Google Meet. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I thought yeah, they're yeah. fucking okay. There was a leak about killing Duo, I'm and so I'm upset like, about that. are you so? Are you how dumb are you? That's like the first successful consumer calling, th- like messaging thing they've ever made, and they're like, cool, we're gonna turn it into Google Meet, the thing that people definitely don't want to do after work. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason it's FaceTiming and not Zooming after work. Like it's <laughs> Yeah. Christ. Let's jump on a Zoom call, baby. You don't wanna you don't wanna like uh for like a better like uh example, like send your nudes on the same thing that you're like doing work on. <laughs> like it just seems terrible. Yeah, that's a that's a terrible idea. Oh, Google uh, they just so, don't care. I it, you mentioned it and I remember that I got a push notification from Duo not that long ago. They have new video effects. So that's what they've been up to. Mm, fun. 
I really yeah. like Duo. It's like such a... The reason I really like it is it's like rock solid. Like it doesn't matter how, if you have a dial-up connection, somehow it still works. <laughs> it's the only one that like works fine if you go off Wi-Fi and stuff. It's just genuinely very good. Um, and I, what I really like about it, you know that thing we... I, I think we all used to do this when I lived in Amsterdam. I would like... You would text me when you arrived before you rang the doorbell. Like this yeah. is a, Like this is a very normal thing. Well, on Duo, when somebody's about to call you, it tells you as well. Right. And I actually really like it because I'm not like holding my phone, having to like make the decision. Like I, like I have a, a couple of seconds. It's uh, it's the thing nice. that I think is the most annoying with when getting called is that sometimes it happens that you're just tapping on your screen and then you just accidentally hang up or just take the call. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Like guys, you have to understand that I'm a millennial and my phone is basically fused to my hand, yeah, so like, I'm always touching that I'm thing. Tapping the wrong yeah. place. I'm sorry, Apple. Like God, You're holding <laughs> it wrong. Yeah, fuck. So, is it time to talk about Epic now? Because I feel like it's the biggest thing, honestly, that's happened maybe all year. <laughs> a billion dollar well, company getting in a fight with a trillion dollar company is a great. big fight. A big wait, fight. Can, wait, real quick, real, okay. real quick. When are we playing? <laughs> real quick. Yes. Apple became a $2 trillion company this yes, week. That's true. Just two years after becoming the first $1 trillion company. Yep. That is stupid. I know. And, <laughs> it's a wealth extraction company. And um, still, they asked for um, uh, discounts on their rent for their stores. Are you serious? <laughs> because of COVID. The worst. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Oh God! Because I saw that like even McDonald's does that. Like not, it's the dumbest shit. <laughs> not that not that landlords are supposed to get money, but you know, yeah. If, well, they, if you I have, guess they got breaks you want to have mortgages. your fucking fancy store, then you pay your fucking rent. Oh, Shut up! God. If you have Australian euros, you don't even know what to do with it. Sell like five laptops. Like what's the, <laughs> what's the problem? One Mac Pro wheel set. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh my God. Um, All right. Okay. Anyway, I'm ready to talk about Fortnite. Okay. I just I had to get like that this, out of the way. This happened just after we last talked, or maybe it was a week after. But um, yeah. So Fortnite got removed from the app store. <laughs> I don't even know where to start on this. Okay. Do you do you both know what like what the chronology of what happened was? No. Okay. I, I've done my best to ignore the story okay. completely. I will tell I you. Don't care. It's, it's petty, definitely. I will <laughs> ignore it. It's petty, but. What I do know is, at some point, so you what you can't well, do what you can't do on iOS is have a buy this outside the App Store yes, feature. Yeah, that is the rules, and that's been the case for forever with Kindle, with Netflix, whatever. So, yeah, like, this has been like an ongoing fucking fight forever. Everyone's always just like Apple sucks because this, and we should be able to, and da da da. But they deserve third platform. Yeah, we've talked about this many times on the show. And so the first news I heard about this was, I believe last week after we recorded, I saw the screenshot from the, like an iPhone version of mm-hmm. Fortnite the menu, and it was like pay through the App Store, pay with Epic Coin yeah. or some bullshit. Epic. So that's that's all okay. I know. And but this, I this is there. the master stroke. So I'll, that is the t- you did the TLDR pretty well. That is so they did update last Tuesday. That like was just fine, whatever, like it was normal. And then on Friday, they were like, oh, well, now you can buy on every platform they release this, by the way, like console, computer, all things. Um, now you can get like Epic V-Bucks for 20% off. We're giving you the choice to buy through the platforms thing 
or throughouts. They didn't even. I, it's like uh, honestly, it really, really uh, critical point of it because I think this proves how unfair it was. Is they didn't just try to circumvent it. They were like, "Here's both options." We're not trying to say like you you can't buy on Apple. You can if you want, and but there's also another choice. It's cheaper. <laughs> like we should be allowed to do this and so they just like flipped it on they released like a press release that wasn't aggressive that was like oh you know it's like now cheaper we're giving everybody choice blah 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 and it kind of like if you read it you're like did they like get a deal with apple like what happened here like i was reading it i was like convinced that they got a deal and uh yeah well it took about like three hours for apple to respond because everybody's in cupertino and they did it at like 9 a.m. Eastern time. And so oh I assume God. that like somebody had to wake up Tim Cook, basically. <laughs> no, no, but aren't the times the other way? No, you're right. No, yeah, right. yeah. It's like 9 a.m. here is like 6 a.m. 6 a.m. So like you know. Tim Cook was probably up, but somebody, he had, up. To, yeah. he, somebody had to call him on his run. Like whatever. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so um, sure enough, Apple did the exact thing that turns out that Epic had been planning is they they basically backed them into a corner. They had to like remove them to prove the point because that's the rules on the app store. But then the moment that Epic removed them, they sued them. Wait, who removed who? Apple removed Fortnite from iOS completely. So like, oh yeah, you, you said it. you said Epic, but oh sorry, yeah, yeah. Apple enough. removed Fortnite from iOS, and they were like, you have to change it. Like this breaks the rules. As soon as they did that, Fortnite filed a lawsuit or Epic filed a lawsuit against them for unfair competition. And then they uh, released all of this shit in the game that was like 1980 Fortnite, which fucking genius. Like they literally got the Apple ad that they had or like whatever. And they superimposed like one of the characters from the game with a hammer. And it's like Apple on the screen. And it's like fucking insane. So if you log into the game, it would play it. You couldn't skip it. And it was like, Apple has locked Fortnite out of the App Store. It's unfair. Tweet free Fortnite at, oh my at God. Apple. And like, it, it, there was like an area briefly called Gated Gardens uh, in the game. They released like special shit. Apparently just now. So the, the fight has escalated in the days since. So Apple was then like, well, if you refuse to like uh, fix your app, We'll just delete your developer account, and that's like that's like thermonuclear war. Like if you right. get your Apple account deleted, they will like remote delete the app as well. So here's the thing: I play Fortnite on iPad sometimes. It still works; it just can't be updated. If they would delete their developer account, it would be remote removed, which yeah, would be so bonkers. Our yeah. iPhones on eBay selling for $10,000 because they, they can be remote removed. It can be remote removed. Do not buy a phone with Fortnite on it. So, okay, so there was that. And the implications on that are pretty big. Like, it, it's well within Apple's rights because they have a contract. I'm not saying it's legal, <laughs> but it's within their rights. Um, but the problem is, if this happens, Epic Games, which makes other things, including the Unreal Engine, which many people use will also not be allowed to work on iOS or the Mac. Wait, don't they make the, U- the Unity engine? No, the un- Unreal engine is... Uh, yeah. is yeah, that's okay, annoyingly sorry. similar names. Unity is the other one. I had the two confused. Yeah, sorry, Unreal ahead, is like an engine. A lot of games and film people use it. Um, so that will be removed as well. They won't be allowed to use Apple's tools. So uh, even Fortnite on the Mac will break. So what you're saying is what happened 
is that their um, Epic Games basically orchestrated this whole thing so they could file a lawsuit. Yes. They they set the bait. They yeah, ate well, the bait. They even prepared like a whole in-game event yes. for it. I think they backed everyone to, to a corner. Like, yeah, they course. were They wanted them to do exactly what they did. Exactly. But um, do you think this is fair? I think both sides look like assholes. However, I... There's a lot of fighting on about this on Twitter, especially among yeah. uh, what I would call the faithful. <laughs> um, the the thing I feel really strongly about is, yes, Apple can set its terms and conditions. That is true. Fortnite brazenly broke those, and it's being punished for it. However, the biggest problem with those terms and conditions is, and rules is there's no recourse. Nobody can protest them. Nobody like. Uh, app developers in the past have said that they're really scared of retaliation when they talk about Apple's products because it tends to be that like Apple won't review their updates for like months on end or like they stop responding to emails or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, Netflix even had this problem at one point. Spotify had that whole thing. And so they're too scared. Like everybody's too scared to do anything. And so, look, Epic is a dick. But I will say, so, who else could do this? And they have a they yeah. have four hundred million users, so it's Jesus. not like it's non trivial. It's the number one game. Also, I mean, I can imagine that like all the other companies, like you mentioned, like Spotify and um, uh, Kindle, whatever, are secretly like well, no Spotify came out for everyone like, about it. Facebook, Spotify, and I think Netflix made a statement, but didn't like come out but they all came out and they said like yeah we support this what would be really supportive is if they all did the same thing but that's never going to happen because it's too risky like fortnite as a brand has enough money that i think they can pull this off like i think they're doing do you remember a few years ago there was a story about how facebook would they did those tests where they made people jump through hoops in case their app would be removed like make the app disconnect or like make it if it disappeared from the app store would they download it and like do the unknown sources and all of those steps and they found people would spend 40 minutes at least trying to like get facebook back i think epic knows that their audience will do the same can i ask a couple questions about this okay so first (laughs) off let's just forget ios for just one second like i know a lot of people play fortnite on their desktop and yes and apple consoles. apple is like historic for not having a lot of gaming options yeah, on yeah. mac what's the point of trying to get rid of the largest game on your platform because they're out of rules especially because it's in the ads on their website by the way for the new oh, MacBook. Shit. it's like on the oh, screenshot like shit. oh this macbook can run fortnite it's the one macbook that's capable like <laughs> but okay so hypothetically the gamer in question games on their Mac with Fortnite. Yep. What's to stop them from just like going to GeForce now and playing it? Yeah. So that browser? that they could that they, that is an option that will still work. So I mean, even on the Mac, it's a little more complicated because you can install stuff like from okay. anywhere. However, okay. however, if they revoke their developer account every time you launch the game, you have to hold Alt. Because it comes up with that thing that's like, this is malware or not signed or whatever it is, move to trash. And so, like, now you have to convince all of your users to, like, it's not malware. 
I thought you could go into the security settings and system yeah. preferences. Not and, in and, latest update. Are you serious? Yeah, they hit it again. So look, all I'm saying is like it's more hoops. It's really bad for them. Um, but the biggest thing is on iOS, you can't sideload. You can't like there's no way around it. And for what it's worth, <laughs> Google kicked them out of the Play Store on the same day because so you're allowed to use your own payment networks on Google Play. Like right. Netflix has Stripe, I think, or Audion, I think. And um, but you're not allowed to do it for like in-game content because of a lot of uh, various reasons. One, they want the money. But two, uh, there's some laws around like uh, loot boxes and stuff. And I think they use the payment shit to manage that. On Android, they're just like, well, just download the APK for like this is, this is the URL. Right. <laughs> anyway, this I think both of them look like complete douchebags. I agree. They all look out like assholes. There are very few companies that have ever been able to successfully protest this. And I don't know about how likely it is, but they're making a very good case for why it's unfair. Like, I think they went out of their way to be like, we're not trying to get rid of the Apple payment method. We're just trying to give choice. They didn't, they removed, all they did when they took the 30% off is gave the savings to the consumer. Like, they're like, here, you choose. Um, And I think that's a pretty good leg to stand on. But so you said nobody of the sizes. I know that Spotify is humongous and the number one yes. current music service. Yes. They did this last year, the, the time to play fair. But they didn't, they didn't just but, remove, put an update in where you could, like, they didn't get banned. They just made a, like, very dramatic website. I have, gotcha. I have, a, okay. I have a take on this. I think, like, I have many takes, but the biggest thing that, I suspect that Apple may underestimate about this is um, Fortnite has a really young, like, you know, teenage audience and it is radicalizing them against Apple. Like, yeah, because they, the, now they are like, Oh, Apple, they are the bad guys. Go on, right? the, go on the hashtag. There is like photos of people like smashing their phones. There is like God. photos of people being like, this company is evil there's, photo, there's like people tweeting about how they had never heard of 1984, but Apple is the company from it. And like, it is mind boggling. So the thing, they look like the, thing the bad is, guy. The thing is too, I can't imagine that for some kids, the only reason why, the, the main reason why they love their iPhone is because they can play this stupid game. In class. In class. Exactly. That's the, that's the thing. And so um, I think... I look. I I think that for Epic is very likely to lose this. I don't know if this is, like we're in the standoff period right now. So Apple was playing check in with Fortnite. They were like, "You have to fix it within fourteen days, or we'll destroy your developer account." Well, uh, Fortnite is just like every time like doubling down on the like anger. Now they uh, have a special event in the game where you can like win free shit by tweeting free Fortnite and like playing a mode where you kill the evil. Anyway, so. Uh, it's interesting because, like, obviously, this is very difficult to repair. This relationship this can't be done. However, I also think it's a really good example of why antitrust is an issue. Like, I agree with all of the people who are like, yes, Apple sets the rules. Fortnite broke the contract. They can remove them. But there's a really good argument for, like, the contract wasn't fair. And therefore, like, it should be... Like, I find it really... Um, difficult to square away Apple's arguments on all of this because they're like, oh, it's because the app store is safe. Like we do all of these things, blah, blah, blah. APIs exist. Like they could bless alternative ways. Like it doesn't have to be the wild west. And B, the Mac exists. You can install shit on it 
instead of the app store. Like the app store is there. Nah. People, yeah, but people, cho- yeah, nah. it's true. People choose to use it, the app store, or they download stuff, and it works. Like I don't. It's it's weird. So I think next Friday is the deadline. We'll see. Like it's it. Well, the biggest risk for Epic is. In theory, if this does affect their ability to sign the Unity engine, it would affect their customers. Right. Um, and I am Wait, not Wait, you sure. said Unity and you said Unreal. Uh, Unreal. Oh, my God. I, this I'm is just what, I'm, I'm I'm confused, Whenever so. I say anything except un, Unreal, it's Unreal. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I think, I think like there's... I don't know how willing they are to risk their customers. I know Fortnite makes more money, especially the other thing to consider here is the film industry on Mac heavily uses the Unreal Engine. Like somebody found footage from the last Apple commercial that has Unity uh, Unreal Engine footage in it. So we'll see. Wait, okay. Two questions. Yes. (laughs) Sorry. We still have to play. We have to play. So what did Epic really think was going to happen? Like they clearly they planned some of this, right? Yeah. They planned it out, but and the lawsuit and everything, but it's like, did they think we're gonna do this and it's gonna make Apple change their business model for the app store? Did they think that that was actually gonna happen? I've because thought, like I've thought about that a lot. So, I don't know anybody who would think that Apple would like choose to make less money on something. So I, what I was what I'm thinking is that something that would make sense and I think this would have made sense for a long time is maybe there should be like some rules that are fixed but like if you're a certain company like Fortnite or Epic Games um and they bring some sort of value then maybe they should have like a custom deal with you and I'm yeah. kind of surprised that's not that that, it, well, that is not a thing Apple insists that it treats all developers equally but that's also not true because they do sometimes do custom deals like Here's yeah, a fun and- fact for you. Did you know Prime Video on iOS uses Amazon's payment method? <laughs> wow. So this is like, yeah, this is the thing is it's inconsistent. Do you know why Prime Video has that deal? Because of Apple TV, I assume. Because of the Apple TV TV app. <laughs> ah, the TV <laughs> TV. Net- Netflix said, no, thank you. Yeah. We do not want an interface over our interface for yeah. our customers to search our stuff. And Amazon why. was like, we'll do it. Yeah, oh, classic Bezos. <laughs> anyway, look to Freddie's point. Yeah, yeah. I I just don't. I like. Sure, it's a good idea to um, have the same rules for everyone in some in some in some sort of society that makes sense. But if a company just brings way more value, then yeah. I think I think there is a you know there is a case to be made. But, I mean, look, I think Fortnite knew... I think Epic... Look, a company like Epic has so many lawyers. I think that they had yeah. a thousand board, like boardroom meetings about this. And they were like, look, I bet they looked at the numbers and they probably make a shit ton of money on iOS, but not as much as the other platforms. So, they knew the risk. Because, like, yeah. they hiked the price on this thing. So, like, yeah, they probably made less money. They're like, fuck it. Like... These people are not going to ditch us because of the iPhone. They probably play on another device. They know that much, right? The iPhone is like the bonus device. It's like Spotify is the same. I think that they had a ton of meetings and they were like, we could get sued out of existence for this. However, we could change the status quo and make 30% more money. And that's a pretty interesting proposition at Epic scale. I also think that Tim Sweeney, the guy who is CEO of Epic, loves um, 
he he really believes that the internet should be more open blah 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 he's a, he's also a dick about some of this because it's like uh it's inconsistent because epic has this exact thing on their epic store on computer <laughs> like they lock out other games anyway everybody's a dick i think that um <laughs> that, every, that's yeah, a title. Every, everybody's a dick <laughs> that that's that's a good one i think look I, I find it really difficult to not side with fortnite on this because i know they are a dick but apple is a huge dick <laughs> and it, like i think that a, a the giant 30%, rich dick as well yeah, exactly i think actually the 30 percent cut debate that's part of this is actually it complicates the discussion because it's m- not really about that to me it's more about the fact that that exists and all, all of these other rules that you can't do certain things like mention that you can pay on the website and all of these other things are actually the problem like apple can have its cut it's just about the rules that go with it and so yeah like i think fortnite did a great job of showing the alternative like here's a like you remember last year there was a big drama or maybe wwdc i can't remember every year is a blur this year and um there was a the rules change where if you used google or facebook sign-in you had to add apple sign-in it's the yeah. same yeah. fucking shit but with money it's literally the same thing like fortnite just showed that they apple like apple could make a rule where they have to be first in the payment choice screen like come on but like let me at least have choices it's not like it shouldn't be exclusive i think a lot of people are like it's apple pay or nothing the truth is i bet a lot of apple fans would rather pay with apple than type their credit card in even if it costed more money sure so apple could just make a rule that's like you can implement stripe go fucking crazy but you also have to have ours and like show them equally that's the whole argument for the login with whatever button the the login with google login with facebook login with apple it's convenient i don't i don't want to make up a new password and have a new login for every single thing i get the choice to like have the like hey pay with your apple account or whatever your apple card instead of filling in your shit fuck yeah yes i mean like i get it that's a choice and the choice is good I, like this is the thing I like. I really and the argument that iOS is less safe if they do this is just like totally bonk. <laughs> like, well, no, so- no. Hear me out. Hear me out. Actually, no. Please counter me, and then I'll tell you why I believe that it's bunk. Sure. I mean, you were just talking about like the um, Apple doesn't want you to sideload apps yeah. or only the App Store on mm-hmm. iOS. And I mean, I yeah, agree. from the beginning, they said it was for battery life and security. Yeah, I agree. I actually agree with that. What I don't agree with is that. Um, so there's ways to provide payment methods that aren't the wild west. So like, for example, Apple could build a payments API that developers have like developers of people like Stripe have to use to release an SDK for partners to use. And they would only approve SDKs from approved partner. Like it's Adyen, it's Stripe, like it, this exists like other platforms have payment apis that you have to do it in a certain way to get approved yeah. and i think that the argument that it makes it less safe if it's bunk because apple tries to focus on oh but then you have to go to a web browser that doesn't have to be the case it's just no, that it just shows it to be that way yeah. yeah and like um so i can like imagine the arguments around like on a uh, google play 
Mm-hmm. If you are paying a subscription on an app, yeah, and then you go to delete the app, yep, it will yeah. tell you, yeah, like, yeah, hey, you're deleting an app that you're paying for. Yeah. Deleting the app doesn't cancel the subscription. Here's where you can cancel the subscription. Yeah. Manage subscriptions, and then it goes Same to the iOS. fucking page. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they added it recently. And but here's here's my argument on that is if the Apple built a payments API, yeah, it could that know still. that. Yeah, and like Apple could go if they wanted to, they could go as far as being like. You have to make it show up in that thing and it takes you to a website or something. There's like a button that says manage and like their API could do that. They're just choosing not to. Okay. So I want to ask Frederica a question. Mm-hmm. So people that are really fucking into Fortnite tweeting as Owen told us. I have not tweeted. No, no, no. Not Owen himself. He, Owen told us there are tweets of people like getting rid of their iPhones because they're losing access to one app. What app would it take for you to switch to Android? Ooh, yeah, like if the app was gone forever. What if if they're like no more Spotify, Apple Music only? Would you switch? <laughs> or if if it was Facebook, it was like Instagram, and it's like, hey, you want to keep using Instagram? Get a new phone. What would it be for you? Um, um, I, I should. I, mm, it's hard. <laughs> yeah. It would probably, if I'm completely honest, it would probably be Instagram. Yeah. Uh, because I would miss that a lot, but it could also be Twitter, maybe. Those two would be my pick. Um, but Spotify is also a big one. Yeah, I use Spotify on my phone a lot because it's the easiest to pair with my Sonos speaker. Um, if that would stop working, then then it's not only my phone is worth less; it's also that my speaker is basically. Oh, that's an interesting point. So the, re- the reason I ask is because I just like wanted to contextualize the like yeah. oh, making a big deal about losing the app. Because for me, I was like, oh, that's silly to get rid of your phone. But then I was yeah. like, wait a minute. There are apps that I use that I would have a hard time with. If I, I couldn't use Spotify on Android to probably consider switching. Yeah. Like a- as an example, I know it would drive me crazy enough that I probably would switch. Um, and, th- you know, this is a really telling point that there's definitely a two-way relationship here. Like they need each other. Like if Facebook, and this is funny to me, is if Facebook was just like, sorry, we don't support iOS anymore. I think it would hurt a lot. Like, oh, and it's funny because Facebook is like utterly petrified of Apple, but like they could just turn it off overnight just to see what happens. <laughs> you know, like, and it does like, yeah. it just feels like the opening salvo in a war where I think these big, sub platforms are realizing like i think epic games doing this is a really interesting realization that they have a lot of power but they're at the behest of an even bigger company the thing is though and this is i mean this is basically the point of war is like there is a lot of casualties in war. Oh, yeah like, everybody in will case, suffer in this case it's not per se that people will die luckily but um or at least i hope yeah. um because you never know with tech companies yeah, exactly. like facebook um <laughs> But um, people's lives are depending on this yeah. stuff, and that sounds that sounds super sounds that sounds like super Facebook dramatic. But if you if you know, like we talked about TikTok last yeah. week, if you know that um, that there is people making five million fucking dollars a year or whatever on TikTok, then you can kind of imagine that it's it's not a you know it's not just an app that you can't use anymore. You know, yeah, it's actually really interesting. I'm not going to say it's someone's livelihood, but like. 
you know. No, I actually think that that's a really interesting analogy I hadn't thought of because the TikTok thing, it will be, I think, removed on the 14th or 15th uh, of next yeah. month if Trump is actually does it. And um, it's interesting because that... How does that work for Europe, by the way? It will be. We it's everybody. Be no, TikTok, it's right? everybody. So here's the thing. So the uh, like, if you think about it, there's actually two problems. I actually think that, so the executive order he signed also covers WeChat, which is way worse. Like, yeah, it's yeah, the, sure. a lifeline for Chinese users. Like, it is everything. And the yeah, thing exactly. is, if he goes about it the way that he did previously with Huawei, Apple and Google won't be allowed to do business with these apps. So they will have to remove them and they will have to remote remove them because they will be under embargo. Now, so, if Apple yeah. has a remote remove WeChat from every iPhone in China, they are fucked. People would throw them in the trash. Well, they'll throw them in the trash, but also I think China would do a hostile takeover. Like I genuinely think they would just, because this is a thing that China has done in the past where they like take companies that have entities in China. They're like, it's illegal now. It's ours. Right. Um, I saw that apparently that's happening right now with Arm in China, uh, <laughs> which is interesting. That's and um, yeah, so it's conceivable if, if they removed remote removed WeChat from iPhones, it's conceivable that like it would be it would be an absolute disaster for Apple. I assume right now Tim Cook is like talking to like the Trump administration and being like, "Don't don't embargo it. Just like we'll remove it in America." And I like I think that actually probably will happen this time because Jesus, dude's dumb. But like I think that the implications would be quite odd. And so it's interesting. Also, Apple has a lot of money, I guess. But get this: could, uh, if they would remote remove WeChat from say every iPhone and Android, you could still download the APK on Android. And this is the difference is like, if you lost access to something that's essential, you have no way out on an iPhone unless you jailbreak, I guess if that's, that still exists. But uh, for WeChat users, they're going to go again, Android phone and download it from WeChat.com. Like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. One, one plus will grow overnight. Yeah, I think so. And like this and, and Huawei and like all of these, like, all I'm saying is I think that we're at the opening and that was a great example, I think, because if TikTok would go away, it will be similar. I think people really love that app. And if Android is the place that you can sideload it and you can't on iOS, it's going to it's going to hurt. They have a billion users. Yeah, exactly. But it's not it's not just that there's a billion users. It's also people make their livelihoods from there. It's also people that are, you know, like yeah. it, it's it, we are completely past the, oh, it's a silly app yeah. oh, where it, it just doesn't mean anything. Yep. Just like, I mean, the same thing with Instagram. When Instagram came around first, it was like, oh, ha, so fun. You can share your photos. And now there's tons of people that completely 100% rely their businesses yeah. on this, big and small. Yeah. And people talk to their um, friends. And like, it's it's really important. Even Like, it's easy to trivialize it, but it's how people yeah. stay in touch. No, but but like it's yeah. it's not it's not just a frivol- frivolous fun add-on to our lives anymore. It's it's becoming like more and more important, which is also, I mean, it's a yeah. I don't know that you, people can write like complete like teases about mm-hmm. this. I'm, fr- I'm I'm really sure, but um, it's not something to be taken lightly. And I I think uh, Fortnite to bring it back to that has equal value for people. Mm-hmm. And um, I in think way, I think yeah. maybe there's less people that are making their money from Fortnite, sure. but streamers, whatever, is still a thing. Yeah. And it's pro players, whatever. I find it funny because some people online have trivialized it 
about like, oh, who plays on iOS? I'll tell you who. Everybody who isn't you. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I don't. I mean, I play on an iPad, so technically, yes. But the people playing on phones are under 21 generally. Like, they're not... Their computer wouldn't be the default place they play probably, you know? I mean, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. You have an iPad and you have a com- phone. No, you just... Your phone is... Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, it. Fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Freddy froze again. Ooh. Um, We'll wait for Freddy to come back. But okay. the, the other thing about Apple and China is I think the second that Trump was in office, Apple started looking more places to manufacture oh well, yeah they do the iphone in china uh, india now that's what i was going to say is i was just reading that their india operations just scaled like a huge amount they make the latest iphone there right i think i saw now uh, it used to be the se only and uh, now they make the actual hello again yeah so now apple makes it in india and that's this is this is it i think like the wechat thing could kick off some crazy shit let's just let's just put it that like the iphone is made so what, what I also <laughs> think is interesting is um, there's yeah. a lot of emphasis on TikTok in this story. But there's not so much emphasis on WeChat, even though that has way bigger impl- implications. Even I think it's way bigger. if they would only ban WeChat in the US and not in Europe or in China, that would, yeah. that is, would be so yeah, big. big. There's so many people. It's one of the few... It's one of the few apps that actually properly works exactly. cross border without the VPN. Because like Exactly. China, so for a lot of people this is like the one way to be able to speak to their to their family back home or friends or But this is this is um a bias in action or like racism almost. Like I think the reason that WeChat isn't getting more headlines is because yeah, they most don't Americans use it don't and they it don't is. they don't make and money off it. Yeah. Even though so many people use it. Yeah, like the um it's in the background, even though it's bigger, because media, even the media, barely understands it. Like I think this, I saw the New York Times called it like a, it was like the dumbest possible thing. I can't remember what it was. It was like for sending photos or like something really dumb. And I was like, no, it's like the app in China. It's like the whole iPhone is inside this. Yeah, app. it's almost like an OS. Yeah, I mean, it is. It's like music. It's payments. It's ordering it's everything. It's, it's crazy. It's Apple does not at a bar want it to also. be removed. I'll tell you that much. Getting your laundry yeah. picked up. It's, it's everything. literally everything. Wow. There is literal hotel, restaurants yep. and hotels where you do not have to talk to anyone. You can all do all the ordering via WeChat. It's perfect. They they were That's so cool. ahead of us for the pandemic. Like I wish I could like just scan a QR code and order on my phone at a table here. Like it's like it's yeah. Anyway, so it's it's going to get dramatic. I think. What would be really useful for Epic right now, and apparently they're trying to do this, they're trying to make a coalition of companies secretly that are going to stand against Apple. We'll see. Because, I mean, like, the Spotify one is a great example. They could just, like, start switching it on and off every other day to make it really annoying. You know, like, there's ways to protest this shit. I think, if anything, Apple's, like, grip on it has been undermined. Yeah. Like, they look really bad. But um, there was a little taste of this a couple of weeks ago. I think we even talked about it in a podcast. There was, like, a little... Um, glitch in the app, which made it just crash unopen. Oh, yeah, oh, the fa- and it was because of but that Facebook. was so <laughs> fucking annoying. I was just like, I, think that's I just want to listen to music yeah. because the thing, one of the things is what that happens when something like that happens is you suddenly realize how many how many things are at work when you're just playing some music, you know? 
it kind of it kind of uh-huh. breaks the third wall. It's crazy. Right? It's interesting. Um, yeah. Talking about talking about being able to access everything from your phone. Did you see? Did you see what Uber did in California? <laughs> oh my lord! Oh my alive. I uh, I was in shock that they got past so they were going to suspend it last night i think it was like they had all these scary blog posts and push notifications like california is forcing us to classify as employees so we have to shut down while we figure it out which is rubbish in my opinion uh but they got an appeal i couldn't believe that they got an appeal so now it can keep going to october wow. it's crazy i will say i will say they should have they should have shut it down but it would have been really weird during the pandemic because i think half of the um sf muni and like all of the bus services aren't running right now in san francisco so okay but it's also odd. the people who are driving uber hello exactly like, they don't get benefits they don't get they're benefits. already going through a fucking pandemic there's not many people going from and to the airport exactly. that's like a thing that where you earn a lot of money as an uber driver like there is not a lot of tourists and there shouldn't be a lot of tourists um, because that's a whole other problem in the US. But then, but but uh, like they can't just yeah. like be like, oh, the the last little bit of work, <laughs> fuck that as well. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I mean, I will, I will say it will probably is a lot of work on the back end to do this. But like, I think this lawsuit's happened for a year, so they surely could have like this, experimented. Uh, this didn't it. come out of out of nowhere. Like it's been going on for two years, I think. I was gonna it's say, like, like this has always been a thing. Like where where they changed the freelancer law in California, which fucked over a bunch of writers that I know. <laughs> um but it was targeted at getting companies like Uber to comply. Yeah. Because they are basically this no yeah, well, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was. I, I I was surprised they were allowed to operate. Like it was hours away from shutting down. Yeah. So, uh, we'll see. It's insane. I don't. Yeah. It's it's I fair. Mean, in, it's, my, in my opinion, this is highly unethical. And yeah, but they have always been, and they've never, you know, they've never done their best to be anything other than that. So you yeah. know, not really a surprise. Yeah. Well, that's it. They have. They make this argument that's like, oh, you know, a lot of these drivers want like the freedom, and I'm like, okay, well, at least propose an alternative like what's what's your proposed alternative and they're like no well the thing we have now yeah but we all <laughs> the thing is we also know that uber does things like um make yeah. people work longer than they want uh they also yeah. uh gamification yeah you know stuff like that um i've listened to a podcast uh is wow my brain's just having a short circuit unfortunately <laughs> it's in dutch so i can't uh, um i can't um link it to you guys i can for the people that do speak dutch and that are interested um but um it's about uber eats in this specific example where um they won't disclose where the where they have to drive to so you can't cancel so it can happen that you have to it's so fucking awful i remember they added that at some point because I was. I remember it because I was in New York at the time, and there was a big kerfuffle because a lot of Uber drivers. I think the same happened in San Francisco. That if you ordered a ride to Brooklyn, they wouldn't take you. Yeah, like it's same as taxis. I've had this exact same thing with taxis. You call them. You're like, I want to go to uh, Oakland, and they're like, No, <laughs> I don't want. I want to take you across the bridge. I'm like, I'm paying, but yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, and, and there's more things like this where, like, for instance, tipping apparently um, they have, like, a system where the tips don't go to the driver, but they go into mm. the system, and then that means that they are going to be subtracted from their actual uh, payouts, which means mm. that they actually do not get any of the tips. That's rubbish. So if, you, like ever, not- if you ever feel like tipping your driver or your Uber Eats driver, just give them actual money. Yeah, I used to. I used to give my Amsterdam whenever I would order. Like I would give them cash. I'd be like, "Here you go." Exactly. <laughs> There's nothing in the app, but take this. Exactly. So. That's how you actually, you know, show your appreciation. Anyway, um, depressing. I don't like that they've delayed the inevitable on this one. Like I think we know it's coming. It's just now in October instead. Like yeah. it's. Let's <sighs> keep an eye on this. Let's let's see what's happening. <laughs> Yeah, the one the one thing I'm kind of surprised of is like Lyft is doing exactly what Uber's doing, yeah. to my understanding. Yep. And I am kind of surprised because I feel like they've always taken advantage of these opportunities to be the opposite of Uber. And like I get that they lost a yes. ton of money because of coronavirus, and it's yeah. probably very difficult to figure out how to make their business model work, but that's that's their job like, exactly figure it out and i think yeah i was disappointed because they've always had a stance but this time i think that they didn't i think because they're in a similar boat that they do need to do some re-architecture but they should have been more explicit like if that's if that's their thing like they should have just been honest but they were like they did the classic like faux campaigning thing where it's like we will you'll lose access to ride sharing in california like vote now we have the same thing going on here right now where bird the fucking horrible scooter company is like so horny to launch in toronto but the city really doesn't want it and so they um they're like sending like cold emails to people and like canvassing neighborhoods and shit being like your city doesn't want scooters go to this url to like ask your like thing and so i went to it because i was curious and it's like not bird branded but then like the has this email that is pre-filled that you can't edit that was is very specific it's like companies like bird in toronto i demand that i'm like oh motherfuckers like stop it so i actually copied the email addresses that they had in there sent the same email that said i don't want companies like bird to come to toronto <laughs> fuck bird it's funny it's funny how bird was like such a hot and happening thing two years ago and then actually kind of went under the radar i think there's still cities that have these things yeah too many people broke their arms but there, <laughs> there are yeah the cities where it's crazy like uh, stockholm in particular is a big market for bird so uh, why not uh, all of them my hometown ha- now has this electric scooter so you can uh borrow similar to um the green ones that you see here in amsterdam but they're different lime oh you have scooters in amsterdam now no uh just you know what an actual scooter looks like oh right right like an actual oh yeah like the moped yeah, or, well, the plastic yeah, yeah. toilet-looking thing. I saw them when I was in the <laughs> egg last week. Plastic toilet? Yeah. Do you not think they look like toilets? I always think that they a look like bit. toilets. Yeah, a little bit. Like they look like those. It's the same color as like a porta potty. Yeah. Well, anyway, we have them here in Amsterdam, but not a lot of people seem to use them. And then in my hometown, we have like a sort of a hybrid between the the bird scooters and those. Oh really? Um, they're all electric. They seem very nice, but um, I, let's see. Look, I think this this I don't know how we're talking about scooters, but we, like 
Oh, it's because they were protesting. I think they're interesting things, but you should just buy one yourself. Like, yeah. You don't need a rent. They're like $300. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, the Uber thing's interesting. I think, like, it's just annoying that it got kicked again. I wish, like, California would just do it, but I know this legal shit takes forever. Like, they have to yeah. be able to appeal and blah, 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 blah. Anyway, um, on that note, are we, are we, have we come full circle? I think are we you? did. Are we complete? Is there- we have to play Fortnite. I want to do a Fortnite episode in Fortnite. <laughs> we can go in the play area where you can't kill each other and we can record. Sounds fun. We yep. still have to do that. We, sh- we should just plan it. I'm free, free anytime. <laughs> do nothing. I guess like a, a bonus little story is um, that related to that is GeForce Now is now available on the Chromebook. Whoa, so you can play. So I could play Fortnite from... My Mac, my my Mac. Oh my god! Like, that's the yes, point. My picks yes. would go. Let's play. We can just record is, in it. Is like is keyboard and trackpad enough? Yeah. Or like, should oh, I not get... trackpad. You need a mouse. You can use. Okay. That's yeah, just... see. I'm glad I asked. Yeah. You don't want a trackpad. That would be very hard. Yeah, that would be <laughs> annoying as hell. You can't really aim and shoot with a trackpad. I, you know what? Okay. Final take on Fortnite. How is it not on Stadia yet? Like that it's seems like a weird miss. Because they got PUBG, right? Yeah. Well, PUBG's desperate. Uh, we lost Freddy <laughs> yeah. again. Oh my God. It keeps oh, freezing. I think it's time to uh, wrap this up. Yeah, that's okay, true. Freddy, is there anything else you want to say? I was I was wondering if there was any positive tech news this week as well. Poor. But uh, uh, <laughs> maybe that's even a depressing question to is ask. Ever? Well, sometimes know. there I is. Mean, sometimes there is. Look, Just I mean, like how positive... Facebook uh, cancelled Swordspeeds. I like that a lot. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, to be honest, the p- most positive thing is, I mean, there's a US election going on right now. I, the thing that struck me this week that is maybe positive in tech is they did like the DNC like thing fully remote over video calls, which is just bonkers. Like years ago, that would have like even last election, like this shit would have never happened ever a before this. Three day convention and not one technical hiccup. That's wow. crazy. That, is, anything, that like, is a bit of excellence right there. I don't know if it's like necessarily positive just news. It's just like very, I feel like I live in the future. Well, it's cooler than it's possible. Yeah. Like they pulled it off. And I think it's kind of crazy. Like even I watched the, the Biden speech last night because I was curious like what he would say. And even afterwards, because they had a stage set up, but it was just him. And afterwards they put all the people on video clapping because obviously it's like very awkward you're in an empty place and you're like all right cool cool vote for me bye and so it was actually really well done whereas yeah i just it was hard to imagine how it would have played out otherwise it would have just been like log off close call i have one other question for you too okay okay will you be attending any online conferences this year yeah i attended a workshop sorry zach no go ahead i attended a workshop um it was a good workshop i found out that i am not cut out for eight hour workshop on a video call (laughs) not cut out for one in person so yeah i don't know in person at least like there's the um like if you're checking a phone and stuff in a workshop like it's like you are kind of like somewhat present um on zoom oh my lord like by the end of the day i could not i was just clicking everything yeah um how about y'all I am attending Adobe Max again this year, Ooh. except it will be all online and free. Oh, I think, I think they say free, but like I had to log in with my Creative Cloud account. Yeah, it's free if you're like, a customer. I think it's free <laughs> if you're a customer, which is yeah. not free. But 
Maybe I'm wrong about it. Maybe there's an alternative. I but... think you probably just sign in with your Adobe ID. I don't know if you need a paid thing. I don't know. But well, it makes uh, sense. who's going to pay for that shit online? So, uh, yeah, that's a good question. I but mean, like Adobe Max. Go ahead. I mean, for instance, the next web conference is going to be online this year, too. And they are definitely selling tickets for it. They're going to be lower than usual. But um, I if you make more money with a virtual conference in the end, even if the tickets are lower price. Well, it depends on how big of a crowd you can get. Because yep. the thing is, the reason why you would go to a conference like the next web conference is to meet other people yeah, and 100%. find new people to work with or, you know, expand your company or whatever. And it's not, it's never about the talks. The talk, no one cares yeah. about the talks. The talks could be like well, a good, the bonus. It's a good reason to tell your boss expensive. that you're going somewhere <laughs> and it's expensive. But what you're really doing there is drinking, drinking a bunch of beer and like meeting <laughs> with people in, from the industry. It's so right. I think yeah. So know. so so I mean. I wonder if the talks alone are valuable enough for people to show up. If that makes any sense. Because before, if you think about it, this is actually really interesting. I remember watching um, the next web conference while I was working because they were just streaming it for free. Hmm. While the thing was happening. And I don't think they sold less tickets because they were streaming it for free. You know, no Uh... one was, they don't touch each other so much. Oh, that's really interesting. So where where is the value? You know, the va- I think the value is coming together and having this grand big festival type of situation for two days. It's not about the speakers or what they say, or maybe you see something or you get to know someone or someone is talking that you've been wanting to see for a long time. That could be a reason to go, but if that's not even the case, you'll still have a good time. Whereas yeah. I feel like online, I wonder how that works. I'm thinking about like also attending Adobe Max through my computer. I recommend it. It was very good last year. I would say that there's a couple things here of like Adobe's last conference they did, which is like the 99U is like this arm underneath the hands, which is owned by Adobe. Yeah. They had a conference this year that was very good. And it was all the talks were, they, they live streamed them in, the calendar order that they would have been if it was in person and had this like persistent chat thing going on on the site. But if you scroll down, it was just a link to watch any of the videos in any order. So you could also, it was sort of like choose your own adventure. Like, do you want to just do it with other people or do you want to watch it at your leisure? Both. Yeah. You know? And I, for me, it was one of the best online events I've attended. Yeah. Um, about the like, should they charge or not? I think that it's really like, what's the goal? Like, I think Adobe Max, when they were charging two to $3,000 tickets and having 40,000 attendees, they probably were maybe making a profit, but I'm not 100% sure on that. Cause like, it was the entire LA convention center and the surrounding theaters plus the, Billy Eilish, they paid to be there, and Dave Grohl, and all the other speakers they paid to be there, and Vampire Weekend, and renting out a whole venue for that, and so it's like I, they probably lost money, but then like it's that it's not the point. Like Adobe doesn't host Adobe Max to make money; they host it to like make customers. Yeah, and so I think like is the next web's goal to make money, then they have to charge, and they'll get a tenth the attendees, but they'll make money on it. 
but you know, dream force that happens and they buy out half of San Francisco, they probably lose a ton of money on it, but make it back up in customer sales. Yeah, so exactly. I think it's like, yeah, it really is going to depend on like, what's the goal? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think uh, the next web needs their event to exist. Yes. Conferences, we'll, we'll see which ones survive. I don't know. Like, I don't see conferences being a thing early next year unless we somehow magically vaccinate everybody before them. But we'll yeah. see. You're not I definitely am not planning to be in a room with 15,000 people until that's the case. Exactly. Yeah, conferences are definitely going to go through a weird period for the next couple of years. Yeah. Yep. Let's see where that goes. Anyway, um, well, looking forward Wait, to Freddy. the final conferences. <laughs> Freddie, are you going to attend at the next web if it happens here? Uh, no. Oh. If it happens. Oh, yeah, they're it- doing the online conference, but I'm not going to pay for that. So is that the one from like Easter Gosh. that they just delayed? Like in April or whenever yeah. they usually do it? Mm-hmm. May. Wow. So for you, paying for it is a no-go. I have not, Last year, I didn't pay either when I attended in person because I was a speaker. Ha-ha. So. I haven't paid to for me, it actually, To me, <laughs> listen, to me, the next web conference is a really fun thing to go to because I have a lot of friends there and I know a lot of people in tech and there's a lot of people going and I know. But it doesn't really add anything to my business. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I would never be able to, you know... Um, pay a ticket and get something out of it. Whereas for instance, with XOXO, that completely, you know, was the case. So if XOXO had an online thing this year, which they're not, but if they did, would you pay for it? I'm not sure because again, if to me it's all about attending and meeting these people and, and and running into someone. And I mean, the Slack group was already good, and I met some people through the Slack group that then met IRL. But you know, I know. Besides, yeah. there's a giant like time difference. Yeah, that right. too. Right. Um, so On that with note. me being in a co-work space, I I've run out of time booking this oh, meeting yeah. room, so That's I have fun. to vacate. That's perfect time because I'm hungry as hell. Hell. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Thanks for listening. Go join our Discord. Charge. I want to hear in Discord. You're gonna throw your iPhone in the trash because you can't play Fortnite. And I don't think we have enough young <laughs> Tell tell us if you're attending a conference and tell every young person you know about this show because we don't have enough young listeners apparently. Share it. Uh, okay, thank you for listening. See you next week. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.